welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. This week, I'm not talking about ending your podcast. I'm not talking about when your podcast ends all by itself or podfade, as it's also known as. This week, I'm talking to you about a, a podcast series that I'm working on at the moment. And I'm really quite proud of of it and of what we've achieved of it already. And I say that with it only going live the day this episode goes out. That's the 1st of November 2021. You see, I have put together 30 30 podcasts, one for every day of November. Now, why on earth would I do that? Well, the idea is every day across this month, somebody in or from the pancreatic cancer community will tell their story. Now, it might be a story of loss, a story of life after pancreatic cancer, a story of living with diagnosis. Sometimes we're talking to fundraisers about what they've done for charity. Other times we're catching up with doctors and researchers about what it is they do. And the reason I'm doing this is because this month, November, is Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. And the clients I'm working with really, really wanted to amplify their message this month. So why am I telling you this? What's it got to do with you? Well, it's not just that I want you to go and listen to Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer Podcasts. I mean, I do. So please do. There will be a link in the show notes, but you can just search for Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer Podcasts. But I also want to share with you the reason why I say podcasts are perfect for awareness building. And I'm not the only one that says this, especially if there is a campaign you have that you want to support. As an aside, it might surprise you to hear that despite my serious journalist background, serious journalist voice, I am actually a big fan of awareness and national or international days. And yes, yes, it does feel like there is a day for everything from cleaning out your fridge day, that's the 15th of November, to international coffee day, 1st of October. But let's think about it. There are more serious ones and campaigning ones as well, such as Suicide Prevention Day, that's September the 10th, or World Vegan Day, 1st of November. And they're in the mix as well. And these awareness days, weeks or months are not only a great way to help you create noise for your issue, for want of a better word, but you can also use other awareness days to inspire you for content. Now, in the old days, the old days when I was on the radio, just a lass. I would use them all the time when I needed a talkie or a talking point to get people to call in and share stories. Because sharing stories is what makes a really good piece of radio and a really great podcast. Which brings me back to why podcasts are great at awareness building for your campaign. So number one, a really obvious one reason why podcasts are great for awareness building is people are listening to podcasts. I know, right? Obvious. But according to Ofcom, half of all adults in the UK have listened to a podcast. A quarter of adults are regular listeners. And by regular listener, they mean at least once a week. There's other data out there that shows most people who listen to podcasts will listen to their podcast episode all the way through from beginning to end. And on top of this, and I think this is the exciting bit, 
podcasting is still growing. It's predicted by 2024, which let's face it, we'll be here, be here before we know it, because somehow it's nearly the end of 2021. But it's predicted by 2024, 20 million people in the UK alone will be regular podcast listeners. So that's listening to a podcast at least once a week. And once people have found podcasts, they totally buy into the medium. Totally, totally, totally. Podcast listeners are reporting spending at least seven hours a week listening to podcasts, which is longer than the time they spend on social media or watching TV. Now, that's according to some data uh, from podcast listeners in America that's been done by Discover Pods. But I would say, you know, it's a pattern out there. And podcasters also love a little bit of variety. So they're going to subscribe to, on average, six podcasts, but they listen to more than six podcasts. Because remember, you don't have to subscribe to a podcast to be able to listen to it, although we call it follow now, we don't call it subscribe anymore. So podcasts are out there and they're being listened to by lots of people. And the way they're listening is important as well. The intimacy. And I know I bang on about the intimacy of podcasting all the time, but that's because it's so special and so unique. The vast majority of people who listen to podcasts are listening on their own. And this is important because you are essentially having a one-to-one conversation with them, which is why I bang on about the importance of language and addressing just one person when you are talking on your podcast. Listen, I do that all the time here. I'm talking to you, not talking to anybody else. There's no one else around you. I'm talking to you. And that listener, you, has also chosen to listen to your podcast. That's important. They've actively picked up their phone. Mostly it's phones. I admit sometimes it's smart speakers. Other times it can be tablets or computers. But in general, it's on the phone. They've opened their podcast player app of choice. They've chosen your podcast to listen to. So that means they've already bought into you or your podcast. So you're talking to a receptive audience, or at least a curious audience, which means most of them are on your side. They also get to decide when they're going to listen, and they have the added bonus that they can do something else at the same time, which makes the decision to listen a whole lot easier. So I know if I've got to commit 45 minutes of my day to a video, I'm going to search for the transcript to that video and then skim read the transcript. Okay, there may have been, definitely have been incidents of this when I was doing online training when I worked in radio. Skip the video, which somebody spent a lot of time and money making. Skim read the transcript, mark as complete, done, move on. If I'd had those as a podcast instead, that would have been so much better because I know I can have that podcast on while I drive, go for a run, clean the house anything else. And it becomes a positive thing because actually that podcast is helping me do something I don't always enjoy. Running, cleaning the house, that type of thing. And so I'm going to pay attention to that podcast, not skim listening to get through it because it's helping me to do the thing I don't want to do. Clean the house, go for a run, that sort of thing. And so you are positive in your reception to the podcast. This helps build up that intimacy, which in turn helps build the relationship, which in turn makes your message stronger and a strong message. Well, it's going to raise awareness, right? Next up as to why podcasting is great for raising awareness is 
the storytelling part of podcasting. There is something special about hearing a story spoken out loud by the person whose story it is. Now, obviously, I can repeat a story I've heard from somebody in the hope that you'll listen and pay attention. And you probably will. I mean, you're listening to me now and I'm quite a good storyteller. But if I could get you to listen to that person tell their story in their own words and their own voice. So you're not having to read it. You're not having to digest it that way. It will have a huge, huge impact, more impact, in fact. And here it is, importantly as well, you don't lose anything in tone of voice. How often have you read an email, an article, or even a social media post and thought, hmm, a bit rude, when actually it wasn't rude, snarky, mean, whatever, you just got the tone wrong. And part of the storytelling joy of podcasting is also the fact that you have time, time to tell your story. I can't say this enough. There's no such thing as a podcast that's too long, just a podcast that's too boring. I'm going to get that as a t-shirt. But seriously, that's what's great about podcasting. You're not constrained to snippets or sound bites or people's short attention span on video or on social media. There's no 30, 60, 90 second time limit. This means you can explain concepts and subjects in the right amount of detail. And this allows your audience to understand things better. And what happens when people understand things better? They get it. They get the nuances. They get the quirks. They get the background. They're going to buy into your message a whole lot more because they understand it. You haven't had to do a dance to show them it. You haven't had to do a song. You've just given them the information they need to really buy in to what you are doing. And then, of course, there's community. I've already mentioned the word community. I've talked about the pancreatic cancer community. Podcasts help build community. Now, I know I also just said to you that podcasts are intimate and a one-to-one conversation, but you can also have a community built on one-to-one conversations, okay? Research shows that people listen to podcasts because they're interested in the subject and they want to find others who are also interested in the subject. This comes massively into play when it comes to super niche podcasts. So, When you find somebody who is interested in what you're interested in, you're going to want to find out more about them and you're going to want to connect with other people who listen to the podcast because you're going to have that thing in common and you're going to, you know, it's finding that sense of community. So having a podcast is a great way to build a community of people, fans perhaps, who will grow and who organically will spread your message because it's one that resonates with them, one that they feel belongs to them. Now, I was actually challenged during the recording of the Pancreatic Cancer podcasts by somebody who said to me, you're just preaching to the converted, Charlotte. These podcasts will only be heard by those who are interested in pancreatic cancer. What we need is to be on the news at 10. And I kind of agree. The majority of people who are going to listen to these podcasts are already interested in pancreatic cancer because their lives have been touched by it in some way, shape or form. But that doesn't make them a failure, the podcast that is. In fact, I think it makes the podcasts a success. I see these podcasts as a rallying call for the community to learn about what's going on with research, to learn that there can be life after diagnosis or life after when you've lost somebody to pancreatic cancer and help them understand that they are not alone. 
And I'm sure if you haven't been affected by cancer, you can at least understand how lonely cancer can be. And that can be the difference between sitting at home, unsure about how you can make a difference or coming together with the community to share ideas about making a difference. It can be you finding out about an organisation. It can be you finding out about an opportunity or simply finding there's a forum that you can join and get support. Sometimes we forget we need to preach to the converted because even the converted have their doubts and low moments and just need a little bit of a little bit of a love, a little bit of hug type thing. And that's what podcasts do. And the other thing that's really important with all of this is podcasts are really easy to share. You can say to somebody, have you heard this episode? So-and-so talked to so-and-so about this or that. And if they haven't heard it, do you know what? There's no worrying about whether it's fallen off the catch up on TV or on radio. Those podcasts are up there for as long as you want them to be up there. So that's just some of the reasons why I say podcasts are so good at boosting awareness, especially if you've got a campaign. I will, of course, share with you how my 30 days of podcasts went. Obviously, you're going to have to wait until December to hear it, though, because we've got 30 days to get through yet. In the meantime, if this has piqued your interests and you want to boost the awareness of what it is you do, please do get in touch. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Charlotte Foster. And on Instagram, I'm Charlotte Foster Podcasts. Or of course, just go to my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. And you can find all the ways to contact me there. In the meantime, have a great week and I will speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.